This Water News with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley. Well, it's time for Water News with Steve Baker. Steve, uh, things have really come alive with the aftermath of this really healthy wet season. I mean, snowpack is bulging. What steps are being taken to handle all that melting snow that the lower elevations are now receiving and will continue to receive? Well, first and foremost, the snowpack is being carefully measured. That's a big deal. It's being accomplished in a lot of different ways, and that's including flying over the mountains at 23,000-foot elevation and then collecting all of this data. And uh, it's they're trying to estimate both when and also how fast is this snow going to be melting. So all this important uh, stuff, uh, information, is going to be used to manage the water releases from our dams and also identify some of those areas that might be experiencing flooding in the future. The snowpack reached its peak in April. Okay, It was, it was measured to be 2.7 times the average. That's a lot of extra snow. At that time, it held over 40 million acre feet of water. You know how big, how much water that is? Take all, the, the entire volume of all the state reservoirs all combined. That's how much water was stored in April in our snowpack. So there's an enormous amount of snowpack data being collected right now for predicting floods. And uh, well into spring, the snowpack has appeared white and clean and, and very frozen. <laughs> But now the snowpack's darkening in its color, which means it's warming up, and temperatures are starting to rise. So the melting is accelerating. Well, that should be good for some things. Oh, it is, especially gold panning. <laughs> I can imagine as these as the rivers across the state uh, flow, they, they increase in their flows beyond their normal spring flows. There's going to be a lot more sediment flow that will be carried by that current. And this sediment load eventually is going to deposit somewhere down gradient. And guess what? There could be a lot of gold in those deposits. So this year's atmospheric river storms really has gifted every gold seeker with an opportunity to find gold. And on top of that, the price of gold, I don't know if you noticed, Paul, but the price of gold practically reached $2,000 an ounce last week. The wonder Rice Gold wanted to build a gold uh, mine in Grass Valley. And that's another story. We'll get to that one some other time. Well, isn't the melting snowpack also benefiting groundwater recharge projects in the Central Valley? Yes, uh, that's true. But lately, we've been finding a, a hiccup in this. The orchards don't weather very well in floods and droughts is what we're, we're finding. The almond orchards are showing some sensitivities. Uh, Case in point, one, one approach to recharging an aquifer, to refilling a groundwater aquifer, is to flood orchards in the spring, and that water percolates down into the ground. But what's happened is the farm advisors have noticed that in the almond tree orchards in particular, they're finding that both timing and duration of flooding really has a huge impact on the health of that almond orchard. As long as the soil temperatures are low... And the flooding's contained to within, oh, you know, like a week or, or less, the trees remain pretty healthy. But you extend the event later in the year when the soil temperatures are, are warmer, so there's more activity in the ground. Uh, or, uh, you know, also the flood orchards uh, are, are flooded beyond, say, 10 days up. Then you start killing mature trees. This is not something they realized before. 
So they're now looking at this strategy and they're seeing it's not working quite so well and they're going back to the drawing board. So we're still, we're still looking for realistic, scalable strategies to deal with flooding and groundwater recharge. There's more to come on that. So no matter what happens, something happens, right? <laughs> right. Hey, the world of water. World of water. Steve, um, and to wrap up today's uh, water news, are you surprised with the Planning Commission's vote regarding the proposed Rise Gold Mine in Grass Valley? No, I am not surprised at all. Paul, the proposed Rise Gold Mine's an 80-year project, right? And to be successful... A gold mine such as the one that was proposed has to remove the water from beneath the domestic wells, so they, you know, not, are not working in flooded areas. And uh, and then at the same time, you have during that eighty-year period of time some very significant droughts, so you know, both in intensity and duration that we'll be in- encountering. So think about it: when we in the next eighty years encounter significant drought and our our wells are having problems, what's the backup plan? Well we drill deeper. So we're gonna drill deeper into an area that's already been dewatered by the mine. That is really very, very dangerous to do. And and who and that's not even talking about the wells that could be lost now. Uh, in, in, in some to some degree by the dewatering of, of this mine. So it's a very, very dangerous scenario for Nevada County, certainly Grass Valley citizens, and also commerce here. So I'm hoping that the Board of Supervisors also consider these as very real shortcomings because they are. We want to keep here in, in our county a very strong and thriving county, okay, as we, as we adapt to changing water conditions. And our conditions will be adapt, adapting, and, and we need to adapt with it. And that means you don't just pump the water outside of this area. We need to keep the water in our area. Gross Grass Valley, Nevada City, Nevada County. Well, Steve, a lot of news. Thanks. You betcha. All right. Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with KVMR's water guy, Steve Baker. You can email him with your questions at water at operationunite.co.